This podcast is part what? of the TPS Radio Sports Podcast Network what? at www.tpsradio.net. WPOD, TPS Radio, Mike, James, I <coughs> have a cough, TNA, Royal Rumble, Raw, WrestleMania, Roads, Motorways, going to WrestleMania, in New Jersey, obviously they're bigging up New York. Mike, yeah. over the last week, what's been the highlight? What, of my life? Uh, I had Absolutely. Some very nice, I had some very nice pasta today. Oh, I, I fancy some now, actually. Well, what I did was, I was quite hungry, but I'd already had a sandwich. So if I went on the sandwich, so I got this Dolmio, right? Dolmio? Yeah, Dolmio, yeah. They do these My Little Pasta things, which are meant to be for kids. But in reality, they're just small small packets of pasta that you can do in one minute in the microwave if you're quite lazy like me. So I got this little packet of Dolmio, put on some ham and cheese and some olives, and it was very nice. You can do a lot of things in one minute. You can do a lot of things in one minute. I can. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What else can you? What, what can you do, in one minute, James? What can I do in one minute? Um, yes. Uh, fry an egg. Very good. Very good. Absolutely. Anything else? No. That's about it. Oh. Conceive. Yes. Uh, no, 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 no. That belonged to the conversation. That was an instruction. Go conceive. Go, go conceive. Anyone else out there? You go conceive. Barry, go conceive. How Dot. are you, everyone? Go conceive.com. Go conceive.com. Absolutely. All of that is a thing. Shall we find out? Let's. Okay, give us a second. Do 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 do. Let me think. Okay, this is how that works. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. By the way, would you like to hear an interesting fact? Always. I found out earlier on that there are exactly 10,072 miles of railway in the United Kingdom. Wow. I did not know that. And not all of them are in Croydon. Now then, (laughs) goconceive.com. Here we go. Is it a website? No. Oh, okay. Maybe we should uh, go daddy that and put it, you know, do it. Do it. That's a wonderful idea. I mean, you and I already have the best website in the world, moonfru.wwpod, or whatever it is. Just type in WW Podkids. Uh, but also, I, I've also I've always thought that in the same vein, as you say, GoDaddy.com, I wanted GoConceive.com. GoConceive.com. I think it's just because whenever you see Candice Michelle on the GoDaddy adverse, my instant thinking was conceive. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm, uh, from Candice Michelle to, I, I don't know, from conceiving to perceiving... Um, oh, yes. Yes, yes. Uh, before we get into the rumble, TNA, Mike, we went. We with, did. Yep, we were accompanied by some lovely people. 
some lovely friends of mine. I, I hope you didn't mind meeting them, if you see what I mean. They were absolutely lovely. You know what? And I, I, th- I think we collectively invited all of them on the podcast as well, didn't we? Whenever I think they we wanted. did, yes. We did. You, know, you, know what, you know what we should do, Mike? For our post-WrestleMania podcast, we need to get them on, because obviously they're oh, going to watch it. That's a lovely idea. Then we can get all sorts of different viewpoints instead of you and I just rambling, as wonderful as that is. Yes, yes, yeah, and yes. And obviously, hopefully there won't be no dogs off cart horses this time. Every now and again, uh, whenever I mention WWE Pod to my wonderful best friends Daryl and John, that's the first question I ask is, was it the show with the dog? <laughs> was it the show? <laughs> <laughs> that, well, that's uh, nearly a year ago. Well, come WrestleMania, it'll be a year ago. It's amazing, isn't it? It's quite a while back, yeah. <coughs> we, need, we need to drive around more. We do, we do, we do need to drive around more. So, yeah. um, TNA, what did you think of the show? I, I must admit, I never really liked TNA over the last few years, but I thought it was a really solid show. I'm a hypocrite. I am now dieting on some humble pie. Not too much of it. A fair amount. Well, I am also done in a humble pie because I went in thinking I'll enjoy it and you enjoyed it a lot more than I did. Yeah, it was it was a show of two halves. They had a really good show um, the, for the first half. Obviously, two impacts, we believe, were recorded. The first two, impact, yes. which is uh, airing on February the 17th, was really, really good. It was basically... Uh, they had matches which you normally would potentially only really see on pay-per-view. Granted, not all of them had clean finishes, but it was yep. still solid. I mean, Samoa Joker, Angle, Austin Aries, Bobby Roode, for example. Indeed. There were some matches on there where like, where, like my mouth was watering when they mentioned the matches they had, you know? I mean, Joe versus Angle was, as you say, to hear that you're going to see that for free is just, oh, my God. And you're going to see it in, well, not quite for free because we bought tickets, obviously. But, uh, you know what I mean? Uh, but uh, the match was quite... Of those four matches, yep. I thought they were all quite good, but I didn't think any of them, sadly, were the yahoo that I thought no, they were announced. No, they, they weren't no matches of the year, but I think if you were watching an episode of Impact, it would have been a thumbs-up show for that one, for example. That's true. That's um, true. Yeah, obviously, we saw Hulk Hogan a few times. That was great. That was, I, I, I nearly bought a T-shirt. You did, you did didn't you? Twice, yeah. Um, that that was that was a highlight of the show. Obviously, seeing Hulk Hogan for the for me, it was the first time I've ever seen him live. For you, it was the second time. It was the second, yes. I mean, it's the weird thing. It we all know that Hulk Hogan has done some unusual things over the years in wrestling. He's done some good things, bad things. Uh, supposedly, he's 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 quite a political <coughs> shark backstage and wants his own way. But when you see him, the charisma of the man is just out of this world. You can't help but go, oh my God, that's Hulk Hogan. You Unf- can't do it. Unfortunately, you're right. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, he's up there, obviously, you know, with, with, I'd imagine The Rock and Stone Cold would definitely get the same reaction. Or as we've seen, obviously, with The Rock recently. Um, and then, Ooh. yeah, it came out, and obviously the storyline was he was going to choose a number one contender from these people with matches, and... Um, on the next impact on the 24th of the beginning, he chose Billy Ray, who wasn't in any of the matches, which didn't yeah, make sense. That was really weird. <laughs> which made the whole of the last impact completely pointless. Obviously, Aces and Eights decided uh, on numerous occasions to ruin matches and come in, which is fair enough. You know, they, they're getting them over. They're this big, big heel group. Um, they have a lethal lockdown, Aces and Eights versus, um, you know, the few of the top people of the TNA roster. Indeed. 
Well, how many turf wars are TNA gonna fucking have? It's been a yeah. This the, yeah. You're right. I mean, you've had so many. You've had like the Ric Flair's group. So many different groups over the last few years versus TNA. Um, it seems to be the TNA stars versus whatever group seems to be the heels at the time. So what you're saying is, is you've seen this again and again, and it's a bit boring. Well, what I'm saying is, with some of the groups you've had over time, like you had, you literally almost had the NWO come back uh, in Hall, Nash, and, and well, not Hulk didn't really do it. It was Hall, Nash, and X Pac. Then you had uh, Team. Jarrett or Planet Jarrett, as it was known at the time. Uh, you've also had, as you say, Immortal, which is Ric Flair's group. There was another group, uh, I can't remember what they were called now. Now they've got the Aces and Aces. It's not a case of because things usually those turf wars are brilliant, but the reason I'm not really getting behind the Aces and Aces is that there's not really any stars inside the group to get behind, and also maybe because I've not seen the show much. I don't know what the Aces and Aces are trying to do. What is their ethos? You and I described that on the night, and neither of us knew. No, and yeah, and they didn't really make it obvious on the night uh, over the two impacts. Maybe, maybe when we watch it, they'll add in a few promos. But yeah, I think you're absolutely right. And I think the other thing is, when you've looked at like Immortal and the, all the other groups, um, they never when, there never seems to be a beginning, a middle, and an end to the storyline, does there? They just disband... And it's very, and it begins very well. It seems to be built up very well, and then it just becomes meh. To it just sizzles out rather than a big explosion towards the end. You know. I know what you're getting. It's it's very easy to for these things to go on too long. It seems. Yeah, and and they don't give it the time it deserves. And I don't know. Maybe it's it's not even thought through as much. I mean, at the moment they're doing wonders. TNA, TNA, not think something through. I know, absolutely. I mean, yeah. Well, they're doing wonders with the shield at the moment. It's going to be interesting to see what the end result is. But obviously, I mean, I can see the reason that they bring the shield in to try and make um, these three people stars. And um, you know, borderline. They're trying to make them almost instant main eventers. Maybe not on an a a a list show, but on a B list show, for example. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, the thing with the Shield is they are a group where, as, where, as I sort of alluded to, there doesn't seem to be a huge reason for it all, apart from this justice thing, as they put it, which is all a bit vague. But I, with the Shield, I prefer the Shield to Aces and Ace because the Shield have taken three young guys who all seem very talented and are pushing them right away, and they're actually rather good. With the Aces and Eights, it seems to be Garrett Bischoff, who's young but shit, Devon <laughs> Dudley, who's better, who's better in a tag team, uh, Mr. Anderson, who's wonderful but should be the leader. Uh, I can't name the rest of them. Oh, Taz, who doesn't make much sense. Wes Briscoe. Now, he might turn out to be amazing. I'm hoping I'll be proved wrong. The only reason that I'm okay with it when it's the Shield is that they clearly are very good young guys. <coughs> any sense? I hope it looks like I'm contradicting myself there. No, no, no. I know, I know, I know, I know what you mean. I mean, and going back to the TNA show, I didn't regret going. Um, uh, as as yep. in, like, I really, I did enjoy myself. Um, I know you didn't enjoy yourself as much as I did, but no, I, 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 but looking back at it, you're happy you went. Etc. I'm happy I went because I got to see you and Craig and Neil and, and also that, that guy Mark who I've met once or twice. 
Mike. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. We 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 had we had fun down in TGI Fridays. We did. Yes. We, uh, we had fun in TGI Fridays. The only the only thing I I yeah. But what was the burger you had? The the monster. I think it was called the monster. That's quite good. It was pretty huge, wasn't it? Yes. Twelve ounce, 12 ounce burger. You you finished it, didn't you? I did just finish it. Yes. Just about. Yep. Um, yeah, it, well, it, it tailed in comparison to the Devastator. It did, it did didn't it? And uh, there, was a, there was a big mixture of fans, though, from young and old at, at the actual tapings, and the crowd was, I think, like all UK crowds, maybe it's sounding a bit biased, but I always think whenever one of the big companies go over, like TNA and WWE to England, it is a big deal because we don't see them often, and probably for that reason, it's one of the best crowds of the year. I mean, for TNA, definitely so. We do seem to be shit hot crowds. Yeah, we but, seem to be really good at being vocal. You but, know? It, but it's because we don't get them. We get what WWE twice a year over here. Yeah. Year, a TNA once a year. And it's probably because of that reason. That makes a lot of sense, actually. Yeah. And it, it also is as if wrestling is kind of cult like here. And it's not always huge, but those who are into it really adore it, you know? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, loads of people bought, were buying the were buying the t-shirts. As always, a nice big queue there. Um, you know, loads of people bringing their signs. Old, young parents, parents bringing their kids. It was it was really really nice to see. It's wonderful, and also, and as you mentioned uh, on the day, it's something when you go to when you go to wrestling matches, people are usually very friendly with each other. Yeah, it's not like um, you're, you're potentially hostile football crowd, for example. I don't, yes, there is some truth to that. I mean, I've been going to football a bit this year, as you know, because of my dad and my brother being Brentford fans, and now I am too. And they're usually fairly pleasant, but obviously you always wonder if you're going to come across some drunken moron who supports another team. With wrestling, even if they're pissed, they're always still really friendly. Yeah. That, you know what I mean? I know. I, and you get some like friendly banter, um, yeah. especially me being a John Cena fan, buying a John Cena t-shirt, being one of the few males over 10, saying, yeah. let's go Cena. Um, I get abuse, but I enjoy it. Yeah, but it's not horrible abuse, is it? You know, it's, it's, it's friendly banter and it's enjoyable. And as you said, it is generally a very, very nice crowd, but a really, really big mixture as well. Well, quite a diverse crowd, you think? Yeah. Uh, there are times where I think it's like with wrestling; it's almost as if it's like it, it's like it's like ca- a wrestling show is a bit like Camden Town or something. Oh, absolutely. But, yeah, yeah. As in, you get the rock, you get the rockers, you get the freaks, you get the geeky kind of, of people. All these little odds and sods all come together. And suddenly there's millions of us, you know? It's like that. <laughs> no, absolutely. Um, there was. I mean, and I, th- I, th- I, th- I think all, all, all the friends we went with, um, they enjoyed the show as well, didn't they? They did indeed, yes. In fact, one of the first questions that Neil asked me when I got outside. And Mike is now gone. Bear with me. Okay. Right, we're back. Internet, <laughs> Internet problems. Let's give me an stop-start show. Um, potentially, what was, Mike, what, what was the last thing you heard before we cut off? Me uh, say. I have no idea. I, um, all I said was Mike, Mike, and then restarted the internet. Oh, bumsy. Um, what, we were talking about TNA. We were talking about the crowd. Yes, yes, wonderful people. 
Um, and the fact that uh, you said one of the first things your friend, uh, well, your mate asked you as you left the show was, and then that's probably when, I think. Uh, yeah, well, the first things he said to me when we got outside was, uh, you get the whip, I'll get the custard. No, no, really. Was one of the, that was you, actually. One of the first things uh, he said was, yes, he's a nice puppet, isn't he, that James? No. The first thing he said <laughs> when we got outside was, was uh, mayonnaise. No. The first... Mike? And you've gone again. WD4 TPS Radio, take two, okay, it's now been two or three days since we last attempted, thanks to the internet, to carry on our show, we've already spoken about TNA, we've briefly brushed on the rumble. Um, have, have we briefly brushed or mildly sorted in its uh, effigy? Yes, yes, yes. So Mike, yes. Um, um, in between the Tuesday... And obviously the Thursday that we're recording this, you, you, uh, what's happened to your leg? Oh, uh, well, it's a bit random. Uh, you see, I'm not the smallest man on earth these days. I've put on a couple of stone. We are talking and about your legs. We're talking about my legs, yes. And as you know, since I work in retail these days, my job involves an awful lot of standing on the shop floor for several hours on end. Okay. Therefore, what tends to happen on Thursdays when I work a very long day is my legs start rubbing together. Oh, by, no. the end, by the end of the day, I'm chafed to buggery, and therefore it hurts a tiny bit to walk. Oh. So, yes, yeah, so, so the reason that went... So the reason that, James, when you ran me just now, I was adding cream to my legs was because my thighs are red raw. Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. It's, it's just, you know, it's, it's just a shame that I have to do it on my own. Thighs are red. You know what? I get that sometimes. You know, especially in the summer if you're walking around too long. Yes, it's probably the same sort of thing. It's good to know I'm not the only one, though. You're not the only one. Lots of people get it, including Mark Henry. Mark does Mark. Uh, he has no gap between his thighs whatsoever. That implies Mark. Hen- the only gap Mark Henry has is is in his wrestling uh, CV and personality. <laughs> oh, well, he wasn't at the Rumble, actually, was he? No, he wasn't. He must have been. He must have been still having his tea. Um. So, talking about the rumble, we talked about it briefly, but let's go again because I can't quite remember after 
48 plus hours and what we did and didn't talk about. Well, based on, based on that, we could have been saying absolutely anything. We might even contradict ourselves now. As if. So, so maybe based on that, we should say an awful lot of things just in case they, in case one of them, just a lot of random sentences in case one of them finishes off the last sentence that people will have heard. Very true. Yeah, so I'll start. Uh, at the end of it, you couldn't tell what was poo and what was chocolate. James, your turn. And uh, Ric Flair. That's it. Okay, fair enough. And Ric Flair. <laughs> Got it. At uh, the, uh, the end of it, Britney Spears looked ridiculous with a cake in her ass. What kind of cake? Uh, it was a jam sponge by the end of it. It was, oh dear. Um, jam sponge. Jam <laughs> sponge. I think is that the name of her new album? Pardon? Is that the name of her new album? Is it really? No. Oh, I, I don't know about music, so. No, I have no idea what her new album is called. I do not care. You do not care. If it's not rock music from twenty years ago, I don't care. You know, you know me. Yeah. Mm mm. Them's good eating. So where did we get to? Uh, yes, Royal Rumble. Uh, we, as as we mentioned on the phone to each other, a wonderful surprise at the beginning. It was. It was. The actual rumble itself, fantastic surprise at the beginning. Y2J being number two. He was... And, uh, I'm not... I don't think I'm being biased, but in the actual rumble match itself, I think, potentially, he was one of the most overt wrestlers throughout the whole thing. You are not being biased at all. There was an enormous pop when he emerged and people were still cheering when he was thrown out, you know, five people from the end. Well, I mean, when you look at it, really, I think Jericho and Dolph Ziggler were the MVPs of the Royal Rumble. As in, you know, they were the most valued players for that for that Rumble. They, they were the linchpin that held it all together, I think. Um, they, were, they were the real workhorses, weren't they? Yeah, abs- absolutely. The only thing I don't like about the Rumble, which happened, I mean, it happened at Jericho, it happens to lots of people, is, yeah. is it can become quite obvious when someone's, when a, when a big star or someone's going out, because they get their two or three minutes of fame, suddenly, uh, literally, you know, like, basically doing their finish on nearly everyone, and then you kind of know they're going to get thrown out in a few seconds, you know? Really? Do you think so? Yeah, it happens every year. It happens every year. You see, James is very good at noticing patterns and trends, much more than I am. All I tend to notice is uh, the superstars' outfits. <laughs> I don't really know. Such <laughs> as Rey Mysterio look fabulous in suspenders. Well, yeah, like, the, the people think he's, he's doing that because he hasn't had the chance to train too much and he's got a bit of a belly. That's what some oh, really? people are saying, yeah. Well, but he's he's he he's worn a top almost every time he's wrestled since being in the WWE. No, hasn't he? No. Have I got that wrong? Yes. Ah, indeed. Never mind. <laughs> um. So, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, obviously, Rey Mysterio was in. It. I think Sin Cara was in it at some one point as well. Sin Cara returned. Yes, <laughs> they didn't make much of his return. No, they they didn't. They didn't. It wasn't a big deal. We we obviously mentioned about um, previously about Goldust and Cody Rhodes and the fact that the crowd were mental and the fact that both you and I felt they needed to do something at WrestleMania with the uh, WrestleMania with these two. And, I mean, to an extent, it writes itself. Yeah. You got brother. I mean, uh, do you remember that bizarre email we had? Yes. 
Yes, that's a weird one. For those who aren't entirely clear about this, we had a very odd email a little while ago from a I can't remember his name. He's a really cool guy. He listens all the time. And uh, we got an email, and the, uh, it was it was a, a, a it was his idea like a fantasy WrestleMania that kind of thing, and it included Cody Rhodes versus Dustin Rhodes, brother versus brother, loser fucks their mother, which yeah. was a surprise <laughs> <laughs> because if it's stepmother, then that means Cody gets Terry Runnels. Fabulous. Excellent. Which would work very nicely. And the whole stepmom thing, I can see that being attractive in a way. I've said too much. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, what do you think about John Cena? For the record, I don't have a stepmother. <laughs> what, did he, what, what did he think about John Cena winning? It was all, uh, it's all right. I mean, it, it's all right because obviously 2012 he wasn't doing so many things involving the title. But and although he's only won it once before, a bit of me was like, "Well, does he need it again? Really?" Yeah, I mean, I thought he was going to win it. Um, I don't didn't really have too much of a problem with him winning it. Uh, who else? But, but did, John it, Cena, but did who it? Else? But did it make you excited to see him win? Oh, of course it did. It was interesting though that him and Ryback were the last two. Yes, that was that was quite something. Which I was mean, different from. It was a bit, yeah. I mean, for a minute, I thought, well, uh, you said Cena, uh, uh, Craig and Neil, when we met them, said Cena uh, might do it. And then seeing Ryback in there, but well, Ryback, would they really put him in the main event of Mania? And, uh, it was interesting to see, but at the same time, when it was down to those two, I was kind of thinking Cena's the much safer pair of hands, you know? Yeah, so I, I was a tiny bit worried because Seamus was still in there within the last three or four to go. And I was he like, was. not again, yeah. not again. But no. at, least, at least this year, it probably would have made more sense than last year because he's, 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 they've basically, not repackaged him though, but decided to get behind him properly last year. And it would have made more sense had he won this year, for example, from a, from a star power uh, perspective. I see what you mean. He is basically the SmackDown top dog, it seems now. Yeah, there, there's rumours um, that he will... I think Dave Meltzer might have been saying he was going to go up against uh, Randy Orton at Mania. Really? Apparently so. Ah. Sheamus versus Orton, what, for a belt or just in general? In, ge- in general, in general, not for, not, not for the belt. Talking okay. about belts, um, we mentioned it before, the tag team match was good, not solid, uh, Daniel Bryan and Kane, and they yep. had their nice, nice little spot in the Royal Rumble. Oh, yeah, what? Well, oh, of course, where they, where um, Brian eliminated Kane and then Kane nearly saved him but then wouldn't. Yes. That was quite cool, that, yeah, because I was so hoping, because as you know, I love Daniel Bryan. I was so hoping Kane would throw him back in, but Kane let me down. You knew in your bat. heart that wasn't going to happen, though, Mike, didn't you? Yes, I knew. But I could still hope, but he let me down like a bad, bouncy castle. Oh, oh well. well. I mean, yeah, it was good. What do you think of Kofi Kingston's spot when he jumped out? La- excuse me, landed on the A train, Albert, whatever, ten, Lord Lord Tensai. Yeah, and Lord, was Lord. about to jump. It looked like he was about to jump from the uh, announce table and realised he was probably a bit too far, so got a chair instead. And the whole thing became very pointless within about five seconds because he went out of the ring straight away. Almost. I thought it was fucking silly, but fun. <laughs> It, it, it wasn't as good as the handstands last year. 
Now, I mean, I mean, the one obviously that was really great was a couple of years ago, John Morrison's one. Ever all that? Oh, when he oh when he landed on the um. He landed on on the uh, safety rail. Yes, yeah, that was, that was amazing. Oh dear! I mean, yeah, Morrison was uh, reportedly backstage, wasn't it? And also, um, oh, um, I didn't know that. Interestingly, the two people that your friend showed me were in the Rumble, and uh, that, that I'd read that were in the Rumble when I got back home, but they weren't. Were Carlito and Shelton Benjamin? Yes, I heard talk of this afterwards. I was on. I spoke to my friend, my good friend Craig, who, by the way, he said you're cool. <laughs> He's deluded there, Mike. <laughs> oh, anyone thinking? Tell, tell Craig, thank you very much. But, uh, no, 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 no. Anyway, he said to me, he told me afterwards who they were, and apparently it was leaked, and therefore Vince pulled them out. It wouldn't. It wouldn't have surprised me. I mean, I think, I think they kept Jericho very, very hush hush, and they did a good job on that, not letting that out. Excellent job. Excellent. I had no clue in the world. No clue at all. No, nor did I. Um, with, with, with that. So that was good. Yeah, um, fair enough. But I hope both of them, I hope both, I could maybe, I could understand maybe Carlito not being signed, but I really hope Shelton and uh, Morrison get signed. Mor- Morrison's always said he'll come back to WWE once he's done his uh, spiel elsewhere. So, What has he been doing? I don't know. Dressing Japan, maybe around doing his own thing, but he needs to. And I, I, if he comes back, Mike, it's not a case of he's back. Yay! Let's make him the one of the big things for the next two weeks. They need to. He needs to come back if he's if it's going to be before Mania. Put him, put him, and straight away, really, really push him. Would you, if you bring him back, would you possibly uh, turn him heel just to make him a bit different? You could, yeah, you could turn him heel, make it a big difference. Um, you know, but John Morrison, he's one of those guys. I think if you if you give him the reins and give him and give him the room to develop as a character, he's one of those heels, a bit like the Rock and Stone Cold, that's really cocky, sure, and ends up becoming quite cool. And you know, maybe like half a year to a year down the line, despite being a heel, fans will probably cheer for him. I think. Do you know? Do you know what's weird? What? That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking, because as a, as a smiley baby face, I don't think he has quite enough character and no. a, a mic skills at the moment to pull off a main event thing. His wrestling skills in the ring are great. He's brilliant to watch. However, I think a heel turn and the more mic time that comes with it would let him develop. And I was thinking becoming like a cocky, healy Rob Van Dam type figure, you know? No, absolutely. I mean, he'd be uh, if they if they had if they had another money in the bank at Mania, which they obviously don't. He would be yeah. one of if assuming he came back to WWE, he'd probably be one of the top of the list for that money in the bank briefcase. Oh, it would be lovely, wouldn't it? It would be, yeah, absolutely. Um, and it if, and basically, and if if he's not gonna if he's not gonna do WrestleMania, maybe on the Raw after Mania, you've either got the US or the IC champion basically issuing out a challenge to anyone in the back of the locker room that thinks they're hard enough after their hard fought victory at Mania. He comes out for the first time, surprises surprises everyone, and then wins the title. Can Straight you away. imagine, right? If yeah. Morrison came back. And indeed, uh, won, won one of the middle belts and then eventually become, became Money in the Bank winner. You just think how much WWE will have changed over the years. Right? We have gone from 
Big Show in main events, although said although that does still happen, and bizarrely, it's not that bad at the moment. To and yeah, a few years ago with the likes of uh, Great Carly in main events, to go back even further, Joe Gonzalez, Hercules, for, and who hasn't? We will have gone to the point where you could have a legitimate yep. main event between CM Punk, Daniel Bryan, and John Morrison. Can you imagine those three to three-way? I think my cock would blow off with excitement. Yes. Yes, again. Absolutely. Or even better. Good. Oh, my God. Oh, I've had oh, the best oh, idea ever. Go for it. CM Punk, Daniel yep. Bryan, John Morrison as a three-way versus The Shield. Oh! Oh, that'd be good. Well, that'd be a just epically wonderful. It would. It would. So, say what? The three, um, John Morrison. John Morrison, Daniel Bryan, and CM Punk in a three in a six-man tag match versus The Shield. That With ladders. <laughs> that would be brilliant. How do you get around the whole Punk Shield thing, though? Who cares? I want it to happen. Oh, well, well if you had that WrestleMania, you got enough time. For them to become enemies, so... Exactly. I'd find a way. I'd find a way. Wow. Mm. That's good. It'd be amazing, wouldn't it? By the way... Yep. We've gone 17 and a half minutes, and we're still on the air! I know, that's amazing. That's amazing, isn't it? Let's see if we can go the full 20. The full 20? The full Bintwendo. <laughs> Right, um, well, yeah, let's see if we can go the full 20. Randy. Okay, well, next. Randy, Randy, were you saying? Randy, Randy Orton, he was, he was there at the Rumble, and that's about it. Yep, move on. Alberto Del Rio versus the Big Show. What did you think of that match? I missed the opener, unfortunately. I watched it partly. I heard it was very similar to, the, I think, their SmackDown, or, or the, the match where um, Alberto won um, the, cha- the championship initially, because that was... And, that was a last man standing match, and it was all right, but it wasn't nothing to write home about. It was fairly, it was fairly quick. Uh, it had a brilliant spot where Del Rio was thrown, not from hugely high up, but from a few feet up off of a bit of the set through a table. That was great. Okay, cool. You want to check that out because it was off part of this Royal Rumble set that was hanging in the air. Yeah. About six foot up, and Big Show and Del Rio climbed it, and then Del Rio was thrown through a table, and it was great, and he took it beautifully. It was all great, uh, but of course there was the finish. And how did that go for you? Uh, have you heard about the finish? I can't remember. I cannot remember. I'm getting confused between that match and the other one. If I mention the the words, "Are you serious?" Will you work it out? No. Duct tape! Oh yes, oh yes, yes. With Batista, (laughs) that I mean, I didn't. I yeah, yeah. Of course, I didn't like the finish last time, but I kind of think, okay, they haven't done it before. It's kind of funny. Uh, Okay, but this one, it was a bit like, yeah, it it almost seemed. I know the Batista one was a couple of years back. It almost seemed. Yeah, it's still too soon to do that because that was such a goofy finish last time. Yeah, and it, it's a really, it's more of a heel thing to do rather than a face thing. And it wasn't cool, and it, it was a bit like, I don't know. I mean, Alberto Del Rio, you beat the guy last time, 
legitimately, he didn't get up for a 10 count, and this time you use <laughs> duct tape. Oh, I don't know. It's a weird one, because as you say, it's been a couple of years, which should be more than long enough to do something again, but it's so crap that it's still too soon. It is, yeah. <laughs> I'm afraid, because it's a nice idea. It is a nice idea. But it's just kind of silly with these tough guys facing each other. One of them is fouled by sellotape. <laughs> yes. You are correct, Mr. Chalk. Lee. It's one of those weird things. It's it's like... Uh, it is the equivalent of Muhammad Ali getting in the ring with... Oh, oh, uh, if, if you had a fantasy match, right? Mm-hmm. Between Muhammad Ali and Mike Tyson, and it ended on one of them slipped on a banana peel, fell over, and broke their bottom. And it's like, what? 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 <laughs> I wanted to see someone die, you know, but, you know, like that. You get the idea. I do get the idea. It would be like if Batista lost because of duck. Oh, wait. <laughs> Um, yeah, pretty average. I mean, I enjoyed the Rumble show. This one was alright. Now, let's let's talk um, in the, about the main event. CM Punk versus The Rock. Now, Mike, before we start going into it, I mean, it was, you know, a solid match, I thought. Um, yes. People, what, a, lot of, a lot of people on the internet uh, are, are very annoyed that CM Punk dropped the title to The Rock. And they're saying, you know, it shouldn't happen. The Rock's not full-time. They, they, they dropped the title of this Hollywood superstar. And it's actually garnered a fair amount of, um, on, the, on the message forums and things like that, a fair amount of um, heat uh, amongst the, some of the hardcore wrestling fans. Obviously, the hardcore CM Punk, um, obviously, you know, fans. But what, what I can understand to a degree their point. I mean, what, what do you have to say to that? To an extent, I can understand it. But at the same time, he's The Rock. And it's so difficult to, to try and justify. If you, if you said in any other situation, we're going to put the belt on a part-time guy, you'd go, oh, that's fucking stupid. Mm. But, but it's The Rock. And I know that sounds like a very simple thing to say. He's one of the biggest stars the business has ever had. Yes, or in, is. Or in a way, in a way, he's becoming that now. He's trans. He's one know, of the few, like Hulk Hogan, arguably, but probably even more so in the mainstream. That has transcended wrestling. He has. He's transcended the business uh, in a slightly different way to the way Hogan did it. I mean, you could argue fairly similar because of the movie thing, but at the same time, it's the case of at the time in the late nineties, The Rock was a big fish in a big pond. The yeah. WWE, I still think, is wonderful. But because there's less mainstream stars, he now seems like a big fish, an even bigger fish in a slightly smaller pond, if you see what I mean. Yes. And that just make, that makes him being the, tight, being the champion still a bit weird, you could argue, because he's not a part-time, he's not a full-time guy. But so much of wrestling is about storytelling. And what a wonderful story that this heroic, wonderful guy comes back after 10 years and wins and ends this supposedly tyrannical reign. Yeah, I mean, a it's lot of people... It's a pe- wonderful story. You're right, absolutely. It is. A lot of people, I think, have forgotten the fact that CM Punk has been given a 434-day reign, the longest for a decade plus, yeah? 
the longest for something like 30 years. Exactly. He's been given this ultra-long reign, and he loses it in the main event, as in, like, the Rumble's not the main event at the Royal Rumble. This match is the main event. He loses it to no other than The Rock. Exactly. It took someone like The Rock to have to come back and beat him. Now, if that's not a stamp of you are, you know, you are one of the guys in in the company, especially in terms of a full-timer, I mean, I mean, I, I view CM Punk as the number two guy behind John Cena. That's true, but I can't help but wonder something. I mentioned this before, for the... When CM Punk was a face champion, he was very much second fiddle, keeping the belt worn to Cena. But all of a sudden, when he turned heel, it's like he became their Ric Flair. He became their Jeff Jarrett. He became their The Rock from the late 90s. All of a sudden, he was the equal to Cena because he was the bad guy equivalent. I think CM Punk has more cemented his legacy not with having the belt for this long, but for having the belt so successfully as a heel. Yeah. I'm... Slightly slightly separate point, but it's just something I wanted to mention. That's true. I can I can, yeah, I can I can I can see the thought the whole thought process behind that. However Yeah. There is one thing that I mentioned on the phone to you the other day that I still stand by. What's a that? bit of me a bit of me thinks it should have happened at WrestleMania. What, CM Punk Rock? Yes. Or no. CM Punk... Yeah, no, no, definitely no, not. I don't think so. I, mean, I can understand why, and I can understand it would be a much bigger deal and make sense. I, the only reason why I think they didn't do that is because when you look at Vincent Mann, he knows that Rock Cena 2 will make more money than Rock Punk. That's annoyingly, the only reason why, I think. Annoyingly, you're right. Because the media attention it will get. I, I don't necessarily agree with it, but as you say, annoyingly, you are right. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it is it is unfortunate, and I can I can understand why people are a bit upset at that. True, but like I said, I'm not upset about Rock winning at all. I think it's pretty cool, and it was an amazing moment when he won. But like I said, because it was a great moment, imagine if that great moment had happened in front of like ninety thousand people. You oh, know, that'd be brilliant. Yeah, and and um, I mean, um, obviously, uh, looking looking at Raw a tiny bit now. We now know it's it's very likely to be Rock versus uh, Cena at Mania, unless something happens at the Elimination Chamber. Because the Elimination Chamber is Rock Punk in a rematch, which I can't oh, see Rock yes. losing. And if he does lose, the whole thing was I don't see the point of it. So he's not losing, is he? Um, no, no way. There's got to be something. There's got to be some vague plan to all this. We have to believe. Yeah. And I, I know people are saying, oh, it's annoying. You know, you should be, um, other people should be elevated in relation to that. Um, you know, they, they should elevate someone else for Mania. At the end of the day, Mania is all about what what matches can we put on that will garner the biggest interest to not the hardcore wrestling fan, but the mainstream to get the most people buying this pay-per-view. And each year, they pretty much attempted to do that. It's about making money, especially WrestleMania. All of it is, anyway. But even well, more yeah. so for WrestleMania, isn't it? Do you think that's always been the case with Mania? That's always been about the mainstream attention? I um, mean, when you think about it, they did Rock versus Austin three times. Was that about mainstream thing? I think so, because at the time, when you look at it, that was probably... There were the two biggest stars... 
each time uh, each time they've done that, and it was the only it was the the only match it was the biggest match that they could put on. But what I'm getting at is when you had Rock and Austin facing each other maybe three times, they weren't really stars outside the business. No, they weren't. But when you look at the roster, who else did they have to be able to to do that? They, uh, I mean, they were the two. But I can't think of at the time any of any star who would have been bigger, unless they would have basically got someone from outside from outside their roster at the time, like a Goldberg or someone that kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. even even in ninety, what is it? In nineteen ninety nine, Rock's first Mania main event. I, I mean, he was he was um he was big. He wasn't as big as he was gonna be. Yeah, but I I can't I I cannot see anyone at the time that was I think their biggest match they could have possibly had. I see, I see. It's, whereas, it's a... whereas now with people like Rock and Lesnar, these part-time fellas, it's kind of changed the game in a sense. Yeah, it has a bit. It has a bit. Um, mm-hmm. and but I can understand. And from a from a point of view, to making a bigger deal and to making the championship match moreover, and to get that pop, Rock Rock winning winning the title for the first time at WrestleMania does make a lot more sense. And ending the long streak of seeing Punk at WrestleMania from a, from a storyline perspective and everything does make more sense. But obviously, I think the reason why they're going with Cena Rock. Once in a lifetime, twice in a lifetime in this case. Um, yeah, yeah, that, that, that's got on my nerves a bit too. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and it's because of a money thing, which is interesting now, though, because people argue, um, we mentioned it earlier in the show, Mike, well, over two days ago now, is now they've got the established main event, which is going to be closing the show, at least now for the world title, if they did want to get someone new over, or, or, or push a, you know, get a star to win to win the, the championship for the first time or whatever. They can do that with the world heavyweight match. See, this is the thing. I am all for that main stream attention. Obviously, anything that makes the business money and makes the business look good and appeal to the masses again is wonderful. But I really want to believe that if punk rock—that's an odd term to use, obviously. But if Punk versus Rock would have given the fans the more st- starlight storyline, wonderful ending, I better be wants to believe that that should be more important. I want it to be, you know. I want the fans to go first before the before the cash. Yeah, um, they make they make enough money anyway. They do. I, I think sometimes they do put the fans first. Uh, I'll give an. Well, well, it's not not the best example. Best one from the top of my head. Okay. You know when John Cena came back to the Royal Rumble? Well, I mean, when he came back after that injury? Yeah. That now, was amazing, yes. It was. Had he been advertised for that, potentially it would have been a quite a few more buys for the Royal Rumble. John Cena's return at the Royal Rumble. I see what you're getting yeah? at, yes. But to get the pop from the fans and the holy crap you know, nurse out of it. They kept it, they, 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 instead of advertising him, potentially, which would have added, you know, a good few thousand buys, I'd imagine. Yeah. Um, they made it a surprise. And I think, uh, and they probably, and I can't see that any other reason than getting that pop for the fans doing that. It was pretty astonishing. And yeah, that's a good, yeah, that is a good example. I just want them to do it for mania. Yeah, I, I, no, I, I I agree, and maybe yeah, I can I completely understand um, why why a lot of people think that. 
what have other people said about 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 it being at Mania too? Yeah, no, yeah, no, oh, yeah, at a Mania, or why does CM Punk have to drop it? Or even mentioning that The Rock shouldn't win the title at all, which I don't quite agree with, because uh, you know he is. I know it sounds horrible, but even as a part timer, he's far and away the biggest the biggest star. Yeah, you know, yeah. and then you've got John Cena on another level, and then you've kind of got everyone else. Maybe Brock Lesnar on the same level as John Cena. He's not as big as The Rock. Um, I I agree with you. I agree with you. I I think, like I say, it's, I'm not questioning at all Rock winning it. I think him winning it is great. It's it's just when it happened that I questioned a bit. Yeah, and I can't understand that. In terms of it, if you were booking it, it makes a lot more sense. Yeah, CM Punk, CM Punk dropping it at, at their biggest show of the year. You mentioned uh, that they could do some clever stuff with the world title instead. But I don't think they will. I, if Fair I'm enough. honest, but no. But I mean, Fair um, enough. Yeah. You've, you've you've got your big money money match, and if you wanted to get anyone else over, I mean, I mean, no one. I don't think at the moment too many people are going to be are going to be buying Mania, to, you know, for the world heavyweight title match. Are they? No, no, no one's going to give a shit. No, so but, but this is your chance to have a really solid match and get someone potentially new over, or even it, or what I would do, I'd have a solid world title match and I would just have Dolph Ziggler cash it in at WrestleMania. His, you know, to I, make I think, it a big I deal. I think I I do that too. Yeah, so you know, so at least then for the hardcores, they're going to be happy with Dolph Ziggler coming away with the title at Mania. Do you know what I would quite like to see? What would you like to see, Mike? Well, oh, well, that's quite a question. Uh, if, because obviously Rock's not going to hold the belt for long because he's going to be part-time and doing films or whatever. I don't know how the hell this would work, but I would quite like to see some kind of, you know how the rest of the years with their bizarre, con- excuse me, uh, sorry, their contractual legal loopholes. Okay. I'd like to see Rock versus Cena, main event, Rock wins, Ziggler comes out, Cashes in an altered contract and wins the WWE belt. That would be interesting, wouldn't it? And then they've got, and then they've managed to uh, appease the mainstream fans and us to an extent by having what would, what I'm sure would be another good match between Rock and Cena. But then they sort out the future television shows by giving the belt to the full-time Dolph Ziggler and then having a big mania moment as a first-time champion. That'd be lovely. I don't know how they'd do it, but it would be amazing. I'd imagine what's really going to happen, though, is unfortunately not that. It's going to be Cena winning. At the ah! Main event. Ah! <laughs> I mean, what do you think? If you were a betting man, you went down to Ladbrokes, who would you bet to win that? If I went down to Ladbrokes, I'd say, stop using my face on your fucking advert. <laughs> Actually, no, keep going. It's paying me very well. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> They they just signed the advert for another six months. Oh, nice one! I know it's brilliant. I get paid again. Hey, uh, hey everyone's fantastic. a winner, Mike. Sorry, everyone's a winner. That's the truth. Just for you. Uh, it's, it's not often that we quote hot chocolate on this show, you sexy thing. But uh, oh, let me think. Uh, what other hits did hot chocolate have? What other? Well, other hits in hot chocolate have. I mean, all I know is it started with a kiss. Hey! <laughs> what were we talking about? 
Um, oh, oh, if I was a betting man. Yeah, who would you bet on? You'd bet on Cena winning, surely. Yeah, I'd bet on Cena winning, but then he gets rock-bottomed after the belt. Or even, in a really cheesy but could-happen thing, Cena wins the belt and then they shake hands and it's all fine. I think that's what's going to happen. You reckon that'll happen? They'll shake hands and Rock will say, well, you know, I beat you last time. On the day you beat me, shake hands. But then you still might get a rock bottom anyway. Um, yeah, just for a laugh. Yeah, I, I think especially if the rock's not on Raw the next day, you'd definitely, you'd more than likely get a rock bottom at Mania. Yeah, that would be fun. And uh, now the Undertaker, there's rumours that he might not be wrestling at this year's Mania. Ah, I know. I, I, I mean, I mean, I think one of the initial plans was uh, was Undertaker CM Punk. Right. But there are rumours now he might not even be wrestling at Mania. And obviously the other rumour potentially was Lesnar Undertaker, which personally I'd rather see than uh, Triple H Lesnar, which we mentioned earlier. I was about to say this too. But I did want... Could we maybe have... Could we have Vince McMahon picks Undertaker as a representative to face Lesnar or something? Absolutely, but it's going to be Triple H, isn't it? Why? Because he's his son-in-law. But we've seen it. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I know. And if I, if they were going to do a rematch, I probably would have done it at Survivor Series. When the interest, I agree. When the interest in the storyline was kind of still there. Fair enough, it's still going to be there. And I'd imagine, because it's going to be one of the big matches, it, it's going to be booked heavily, and it's going to look good. And I'm sure it will be a solid match. I'm sure it will be built really well. Um, it's just, yeah, it's just that I feel like uh, I I wanted to see another Shawn Michaels Undertaker match after the first one, and I think that the, after the Triple H one, no matter, it was really built up. But after I f- after that match had finished the first time round, Undertaker Triple H, I did not have no wish to see another Undertaker Triple H match. Don't get me wrong, the next year it was built up and it was one of the matches of the year, and I loved it, but. I'm just saying, at the time, after the first match, I did had no wish to see it again. And th- I felt the same way about Lesnar Triple H at SummerSlam. Lesnar Triple H at SummerSlam, it's just they haven't mentioned it for seven months. No, and now, uh, yeah. Why Why would we care? I don't know. Um, and uh, interestingly, Brock has signed a, 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 potentially signed a new two-year deal. I have heard this to take it through to WrestleMania 31, which is amazing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and I mean, you could have Undertaker's last match uh, next year's Mania. Ah, uh, yeah, WrestleMania 30 would be a wonderful way for him to bow out. It would, wouldn't it? Although, because uh, he's on 20 and 0 now, isn't he? Yeah, I know. I always secretly thought he might retire 20 and 0 a few years back. Yes, I thought this as well. I remember my dad, who's quite an Undertaker fan, saying similar. Yeah. Um. But then it, I, I, and, I, and to be honest, dads are usually right. Dads are, dads are usually right. I think yeah. he'll be at this year's Mania. I, I might be wrong. Only because he's wrestling once a year. Um, yeah. If he's still injured uh, after last year and, and still having the aches and pains, fair enough. I don't think we'll see him again, potentially. If he's not rested, if he's not ready after a year, he's, I doubt he's going to be ready after two. True, if he's already after a year, he, I assume you mean, he'll never be in that, in that position again. No, and uh, potentially one of the reasons is, I mean, this guy has had four, you know, contenders or matches of the year, potentially, at the last four Manias, hasn't he? <laughs> it's incredible, really, isn't it? It is, it is. And maybe he feels he, that he, he might not be able to do it again this year, and that's why he doesn't want to do it. It's possible, I suppose. 
I know, but it'd just be so interesting. I, I think Undertaker Punk. Let's be honest. You, you know that Undertaker's going to win even more. Yes. Um, but I, I, the thing about that, the thing about that win probably because Punk's such a good talker, Undertaker's such yeah. a good character. Um, yeah. They haven't really faced each other. I think the the, the money in that is the build up to that match. It's going to be the most interesting thing. I think you're probably right, especially as you say, as Punk is one of them. He can build the guy. The, he, the guy can build up anything. If you see what I mean, he's. You, you know how people. You know how people used to say. If you've got some. You, you know, people used to say Chris Benoit could have a good match with a broom, that kind of thing. Yes. It's like it's like um, you know, let me give you an example. Uh, CM Punk could cut a good promo on a brick. Yes, you I mean, yeah. he finds a way, you know. He does, mm. and he's hairy, <laughs> and straight edge, um, and straight edge. How can we forget that? No, how, yeah. How, how can we possibly forget that fact? So, it, it, I guess we just have to hold fast. I mean, I don't. We, I think, if if we don't know that the Undertaker's coming back, if it, if we get to the Raw after the Elimination Chamber. I'm going yeah. to assume then that there's no, Undertaker's not back from Mania. But I think I agree. he's kind I of agree. got until then. Until then, it could still happen. I, I'm the same as you. And until then, we could only hope. Yeah, I, I mean, and it makes sense. You don't want Punk starting his promo, um, starting his feud with Undertaker until he's uh, finished with The Rock at Elimination Chamber. So from that point of view, I can understand why we haven't seen or heard from The Undertaker yet. Mm. I mean, what, could... what might be interesting, I mean, Punk, I don't know... Um, depending whether you wanted The Rock to a clean finish, um, what you could do is Punk, but not call out The Undertaker, but I don't know, mention him in the promo and slag him off, but think nothing of it. And then during The Rock Undertaker match, it could just go dark and dong, dong. You know, a video comes up quickly. A death, rest in peace. It distracts him, Punk. Yeah. Rock, rock bottoms in one, two, three, or something. That could happen. I personally would rather see the match finishes clean or otherwise, and then we hear the dong. Oh, that'd be that'd be good too. Yeah. Abs- yeah. Oh, oh that'd be good. Yeah. The the Rock celebrates and wins. Sam uh, uh, walks off. You know, because he he had his big moment at the Rumble. Yeah. Sam Punk's still in the ring. Sam Punk cuts up, cuts a promo on the Rock, cuts a promo how he's the best, cuts a promo how he's going to be the one that matters at WrestleMania. The lights go off. Dong. The lights come out. Undertaker's in the ring with Punk and choke slams him or something. Yeah, it's going to be... Ah, in fact, this could be quite easy. Yeah. All you could do is we know that obviously Punk has banged off Edge by being the best in the world. Mm-hmm. All he has to do is start changing those promos to the best ever. Okay, I like that. Because then it's very easy to get, the, to get someone like The Undertaker to come out and disagree with that. Yeah. That is very easy. True. Easy writes itself. <laughs> it does. It does write itself. Um, yep. Yeah, and I, I mean, basically, we mentioned a couple of storylines in Raw with obviously Brock Lesnar doing a throwing a Vincent Man. Vincent Man needs surgery. Actually, he needs surgery in real life. Um, it, it wasn't what, from what Brock Lesnar did. Um, when I looked at the news stories, it appears that he needs work on his hip. I think he's having an operation on his hip. Is Mr. McMahon? Well, this is the slightly puzzling thing. On WWE.com, it first said he had a broken pelvis, right? Okay. The next day, the pelvis had changed to hip. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> the hip thing's real. <gasps> Excuse me. 
The hip's real. Okay, yeah, I mean, I mean, it wasn't injured by Lesnar. I think it was, it was it was a planned operation, and it just well, I think it made storyline sense, didn't it? It fits in with the storyline. Exactly. His doctor probably thought differently, but ah, what do they know? <laughs> well, Mike, I mean, I mean, based on that, um, we're going to try and do, if we can, a show each week up yes. until Mania, and then uh, Mania week, we're going to try and do what we did last time is a show every day leading up to WrestleMania. Absolutely, I love it. I love it. Um, next year it would be nice if assuming we're big enough I mean Michael I may even mention uh, it's not happened this year to even potentially do a live pre-show leading up to Mania wouldn't that be lovely that would oh, be fantastic oh would be brilliant us on talk sport us on talk sport and, uh, and uh, I mean one of the five I, I, I could be the next Andy Gray you could you could be the next Andy Gray <laughs> so, but, uh, but but less sexist. But less, but less sexist. Um, and Mike and I and also... more sexy. <laughs> I I agree with that wholeheartedly. I knew you would. I knew you would, my dear. <sighs> so, leading up, leading up to many in the week, Mike and I. One of what what's been talked about from us, um, for you know, for you for you fans, it is. We could have been missed the Royal Rumble commentary, potentially not doing actual commentary on the Mania match itself. However, uh, to do commentary on a historical WrestleMania, one of significance, Mike, you were talking about. Yes, I rang Mr. James today. I was watching WrestleMania 3 during my lunch break, and I suddenly had this idea, wouldn't it be great if we did commentary on a classic Mania? Uh, we have, we we we've mentioned one or two. Uh, I don't. I won't say what one it is because I should be really surprised at the time. But if you want, guys, if we want, yeah, if you want to say what one you want us to commentate on, do email us at wwpodcast at gmail dot com. And while you're there, why not send James a bunch of flowers? Uh, I can tell you what mania it's not. What's that? It's not twenty five. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the best of them all. That uh, that to this day that's the worst main event, isn't it? Let's be honest. Mike, you're gone. No, no, Mister Chalk. Oh, he's gone. Two sex. We'll be right back when I get when I get up. Uh... <laughs> 